morning, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. We're here another week, another month of Synth Celebration Day. I am your host, Benny Rose, and always, partner in crime, Tyler Nethers, never needs an introduction, but deserves one. We needs He needs like ring entrance music, like he's coming out That's to a it. Titan Tron and stuff. I'm That's all for it. it. I'm going to come off the ropes. <laughs> elbow drop. I can't yeah. do the elbow because I'm pressed for arthritis. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> But we are here with one of the most important guests that we've had on the show for a lot of reasons. One, personal, near and dear friend of mine. Two, I consider myself formally one of his biggest fans in the world of music. We have none other, none other than Zenin with us. Zenin, my brother, Hi. thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you. I really, really appreciate um, you guys letting me come on and, and talk to you. So yeah, thanks. Absolutely. I mean, this is an incredible moment. You know, I'll, I'll briefly state it. We've been saying it all day offline. This is five years in the making. Uh, Zen and I have been friends in the world of Twitter, in the world of the synthwave scene since uh, early 2018, where I came across one of his earlier songs and fell in love and just, just felt like contacting him and saying, hey, I love your music. You know, I'm also an artist and uh, I left it at that. And we just connected from there. We've been talking for a long time and we ended up collaborating between Neon and uh, Zenin. We had a song Chemicals that came out and the rest is history. But this is about Zenin. This is about him as a person, him as an artist, him as just an, an important individual in the synthwave scene. And couldn't be happier to have you aboard if you can't tell i am a fan <laughs> as i said <laughs> i am a fan i am a fan and the last important little note i had the pleasure of helping with his first release miami cop um doing some audio including my drummer from neon uh mr yeah. bill four which was an incredible uh experience so again thank you again so happy to have you here no thanks and and just very quickly touching on that, it was a, a pleasure to have you on the um, on the album, and it was so much fun to do that with the uh, the voiceovers. You did a, a great job. It was really good. Thank you, thank you. No, it was it was an incredible time, and uh, my office was very different. My computer was facing that way. <laughs> I remember the day that I had Bill here doing everything, and yeah, it was really cool. It was just. Uh, you know, I, I've done voiceover work over the years in the past in like formal yeah. studios and, you know, to do it at home was obviously a challenge, but at the same time, like we saw, you know, eye to eye with what your vision was. And I, mm -hmm. I wanted to do my best to do that. And I think you did a great job kind of incorporating what we did into it. And uh, yeah, I listen to it all the time. I mean, you know, I was listening to the music before we were part of it. So yeah. You know, that just gave me more of a reason to, uh, to you know, revisit. But um, so you have three albums out now, right? You have several yes. sing singles. Three so albums. Uh, been trying to put out singles in between just to, to stick with the, the Spotify um, algorithms. But uh, yeah, which is a nightmare. But Absolutely. I haven't put anything out in like, I, I don't know, what's it? Where, what, what year are we in? 2023. <laughs> in, in like a year, I haven't put anything out. But I've got another right. album ready. It's done, basically. 
and then a couple and of other singles here and there. So hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say excited. probably next month I'm going to start trickling out uh, okay. singles. Oh, maybe within two months because you know you got to yeah, set it all up, kind of thing. But um, no, it makes sense. Yeah, hopefully we'll get the the new album out. Um, okay. What what month are we up to? Probably the start of next year, I would say. Okay, sounds um, good. That's exciting. That's exciting. But yeah. So I got to ask one important question about that before we jump into other things. I need uh-huh. to know: Are we going to be getting your vocals again, and are we going to be hearing from Ali? Yes, both, both. Yes, there. Yeah, Sweet. we have Sweet. two yeses. So yeah, it's all vo- the whole thing is um, it's got vocals on it. Uh, I don't think there's any instrumental tracks this time around. Okay, yeah, it's just all vocals. So it's like t- t- nine nine songs, um, and they've all got vocals and then Ali sings main vocals on on one of them and then back in on another two as well um so yeah so it's all it's all it's it sounds good it's different it's a little bit different but um yeah Um, there's nothing wrong with that I mean I think that you you're a big test of you know we live in a world where the music's always evolving even Uh though the world of synthwave was kind of a mold in the beginning, you know, everybody yeah. was kind of striding to do not necessarily the same thing, but we followed, followed certain guidelines. You know, there was certain, yeah, arms, totally. there was certain tones, certain drums, 808s and things like that. But I feel like you incorporated a lot more of your video game, your old school anime inspirations, not only visually when you promote, but just in yeah. the sound. And uh-huh. I don't think anybody's doing it the way you are. So I commend you for that. No thanks, and yeah, the, and this one, this this new one, like uh, I wanted to kind of go a little bit further, like off kind of piece with it, so like and and change the style again. So like this one's more like kind of eighties prog kind of uh, aesthetic. So it's kind of like a prog rock kind of feel. So that so the there's more guitars and like real bass and stuff like that, and it, it's more sounds more like a prog rock album, and then like the the album cover is less synth wavy it's more like okay 80s kind of proggy looking which is cool okay. which i'm excited to do so hopefully because I, I don't think that's really been done too much yet in the in the synth wave thing um so i'm going to try and try and do something a little bit different with it and uh, if people like it they like it and if it, if they don't and it doesn't really matter because you know you do it for yourself first uh-huh. and foremost. So. That's it. That's key right there. That's it. No, well yeah. said. <laughs> but you know, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm oh, going to be able to get enough of it. I know. You know, for those that are not familiar, I know you're a prog rock fan. Obviously, big music of the '80s. Yeah, and... I love love my prog, my my Rush. And Rush, and yeah, I know Rush is one of your biggest inspirations, yeah. right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Cool. So there's a few of those kind of style songs on there but nice all right so everybody stay tuned for that that's going to be real exciting and obviously you know by the time this releases we won't have any information on that but make sure to follow zenon on all of his platforms he is very active on social media and he's very communicated so if you have questions feel free to ping him I'm sure absolutely as long as it's appropriate you know he will definitely (laughs) Benny's opening the floodgates (laughs) Many telling people well, to get his I, DM. I, had, I had to be clear. You know, we, we don't want uh we don't want any I I show speed stuff going on. So, yeah, I'll know who to know, blame. 
if uh, I start getting some creepy messages to yeah, get some dodgy stuff in the inbox. And that's when I that's when I just disappear. That's when I do the Thanos <laughs> snap and just turn the dust. I'll be gone. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. But, um, <laughs> so I was gonna say, let's go back to the beginning a little bit. Let's go back to where you were living prior to where you are now. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you don't mind speaking a little bit about the beginning of your journeys uh, as a synthwave artist and you know yeah where you no, started absolutely. where you've gone and so now so Benny yeah. is Benny's told everyone to climb into your direct messages and then asked you to dox yourself and tell all the weirdos <laughs> where you live. <laughs> send help us true, all right yeah. can we redact that <laughs> well we don't have to talk about locations we definitely we just we it's know okay we can one go place and, he's in another <laughs> but but yeah so it started uh we were living in japan before uh we moved back to the uk and that's when i started doing the synthway thing i'm trying to think how it kind of came about i think we heard um we were what was the song? I think it was Tech Noir by uh, Gunship was like the first. Uh, <laughs> it seems like Gunship's the gateway. Yeah, the first synthwave song we had. And then um, and I just started listening to it and then got into the midnight and then, and then you know, just stuck on some playlists and, and searched Twitter for like what artists, you know, should you listen to and all that kind of stuff. And then I kind of thought, oh, well, you know, I hadn't actually made any music for a while. And I thought oh, I might give it a shot. So just started like making some instrumental stuff on on the laptop and uh, yeah, just using like, because I worked in a, um, a, a, an international school in Japan. So we had like, like a recording studio. Like, I was teaching music there. So I had a recording studio there. So I would occasionally like sneak in after school and like record some vocals and stuff like that. And then released a couple of singles. And then, and then I think we started chatting, Benny, uh online because we started it around the same time didn't we i think it was it was yeah. like 2019 Within a couple of months yeah yeah something yeah. Like, like that we were we were out there like putting out like ideas like we were just putting out short 30 second clips but yeah. nothing was formally released in in a track that's and right you, yeah i think you had maybe one or two singles out already yeah i think point. so yeah i think i did like a random single and then i and then i brought one out that was eventually going to be on the on the album and then i had the idea for the album uh yeah. miami cop which is the one that uh that benny featured as his lovely voice on um and and his friends <laughs> so yeah that was really cool which uh, it kind of came up with the concept like i always wanted to do like a concept album like make it almost like a movie so it was like a cyberpunk cyberpunk cop thriller adventure type thing crime and uh benny played the chief uh, my police uh, my police uh, the, yep. the, what was he called again uh, i haven't forgotten his name now do you remember yeah. his name i uh, i no i always remember chief because then bill started calling me chief for a long chief, time yeah <laughs> he's like uh, the, the typical like angry you're... angry chief yeah you know, the traditional like, chief that's yelling at the cop that he's not yeah. doing the job right but loves them, gonna get really. taken off the case yeah yeah but he loves them so i, I, I it's did the that. perfect cliche yeah and then uh and then i and these are all like voiceover parts on it so so the album's like sprinkled with voiceovers to like continue the story as well as through the music and then the the bad guy was was played by uh, bill your, your friend bill your drummer 
um, who did a great Mr. job. Baron, Baron Cleath. As Baron Cleath was the bad guy name, yep. which I thought was pretty cool. Loved That's it. awesome. It's yeah. a great name. Yeah, and he's like a psychopath that um, basically takes money from rich people to like hunt to hunt other people something like that like to yeah, hunt you, uh, you would just basically kill. put it put people in a field and have rich people pay to hunt them and stuff yeah just, which just i actually stuff. stole from um a movie hard target uh, it was jean claude yeah yeah i remember seeing it and i was like oh i like that story it'd be cool in a cyberpunk like setting um and you know good for a baddie type thing bad guy so we did that so yeah and then and then we finished the album and uh and it turned out really well we got a lot of good good feedback um and then i think i started working on the second album when when the first one was being kind of released so just kind of trying to overlap them there you go yeah and that's the second album there um dark of a distant world another incredible piece of work that you've done Thanks, well, I appreciate it. It was, it was um, that one was kind of the story idea. I worked with an artist called Travis Wright, who's a really great artist. You should check him out online. If anyone who hasn't, um, he came up with a kind of storyline, and I wrote the songs along with it, and we both kind of bounced ideas off each other for the characters and stuff like that. And it was a more fantasy style one, like uh, almost like. It kind of never-ending story crossed with like Star Wars, crossed with He-Man, kind of thing. Which yeah, was I like great. that. Very, you could tell from the art style too, which is really cool. And yeah, I that you when you did the singles, the singles were almost like chapters, and yeah. that picture helped kind of tell that story as well with the music. Yeah, it was cool. And we even got like when we re- released that was the first album uh, I released on the Time Slaves Recordings uh, record label. Um, and those guys, I've released everything since with those guys. And uh, they had a, well, I had the idea that maybe we could do a little book with the album. Like, so if you bought a vinyl, um, you would get like a booklet with it that had all the art and the story. And so they they were like, yeah, let's do that. So they printed the, the book with it, which is really cool. So when you bought the vinyl, you got like this awesome. little book and it had all the, um, all the characters and like concept art for it and like little story as it, went along i probably got one somewhere but that's really uh, cool yeah it was fun yeah, really no, fun it's very it. unique not everybody th- thinks to do that you know it's no yeah, yeah. And it, it worked. We we're also if yeah again i'm sorry no 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 i was just gonna, no, say, I was gonna like, say we were in a we were in a peak of uh physical media so it was a yeah. great opportunity just to be able to give people stuff like that uh, absolutely and it worked because it like sold out super fast like straight away it, they all they all sold out when you got there think it was like the idea of having like little collectors hell yeah thing with it so that was cool um and then and then after that the, the lock i think the lockdown kind of happened we moved oh we planned to move back to the uk so we came to the uk just as lockdown um started good time uh, that wasn't the reason we moved back but it was kind of just at the time i think we got like the last flight out of japan <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, remember they, you were they having, shut it down. Having our time. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, so so we got out, and then I'd already had a the third album finished. No, not finished. No, that's a lie. I'd had Dark of Distant World finished at that point. I released it when we got back to the UK, um, and then I was kind of bored 
well not bored but you know like didn't really have much to do um and I didn't have a studio or anything so I just had a little laptop so I made like an album instrumental album just on on my little laptop with like some headphones um which was just a little bit of fun at first but then I ended up making that whole album and that was the the third album which is um which has been out for a year or so uh which is called dream utopia um which I'm happy with you know it's like it was nice to do just instrumental stuff as well um but yeah in terms of albums that's that's what I've done so far and then I've got the new one coming uh and I've just kind of released singles and and stuff like that we did a really good collab as you mentioned before Benny um chemicals that was fun and I'd love to do more collabs it's just having the time to do them that that's the that's the issue but yeah. yeah i mean the in the world of being an artist and then you know having a work career whether it's music related or not is always the challenge because a lot of us either have you know full-time career or some of us are in the music scene and yeah. they're working you know so it's it's a real tough balance and then there's a lot of people that were kind of in the scene and then left the scene like once yeah. things started dwindling down and you know, you kind of see who's who's going to stand the test of time, in a sense. You know, we, totally, we were yeah. concerned, you know, for a bit because we got into that rut, which we mentioned offline. And, uh-huh. you know, it happens with musicians, especially when you work with more than one person. Yeah. You got to work with schedules and children and families and work. And, yeah, you know, the the fans, we don't expect the fans to understand that. But the last release that we put out was kind of our way of letting people know how we felt yeah. because we, we said, we're going to put out something different. We don't have a vocalist to collab with at the moment. So we took a guitar concept and brought in a friend of ours to kind of write a lead across the whole song. Yeah. A song that you helped with funny enough. Yeah. That was so, great. Fun. It was yeah, a great song uh, as well. I loved and it. That, and that was really, it was a message, you know, that they were ghost was we felt like we didn't exist anymore. Yeah. Because all of a sudden we put this out and people are like, this is not Neon Arcadia. And it's like, we told you guys from the beginning, we're synthwave with no rules. Yeah. We're, we're, we have the concept as a bare foundation, but there's more to it. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, it's it's tough in a scene that is filled with a variety of, as, as I mentioned, people that are either just kind of doing it to be part of the niche mm-hmm. or people that are trying to evolve. Like you have bands like The Midnight that aren't really they never really were synthwave they yeah. had that they had that vibe in the beginning and they influenced a lot of artists but oh totally yeah and now they're, they're an electronic artists yeah. yeah so yeah and they change every album they, they, these days they, they change each album like they kind of they and, and it's not you, you, is it evolving or just changing i don't know but like they they kind of just just taking a little bit different style every album and it's fine you know like i think it, i think we said just before like it's it's do what you want to do is the main thing because that's what will kind of shine through mostly. If you're doing the same thing just because, okay, I'm a synthwave artist, I, I'll do the same synthwave stuff over and over again, but I'm not actually enjoying listening to synthwave that much at the moment, right. then it's going to come through when you release it. That it's kind of a little bit, you know, half-assed yeah. or like, you know, like just you know it's it's gonna sound like in that way that you're not too kind of into it you know so do yeah. something that you love i guess so yeah it's got to come from the heart i think yeah. any type of you know we 
we take a big stance with artists, you know, and artists being for the art of their heart mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to put out what you want. We've had mm-hmm. artists of all kinds. And uh, that's the one thing I see. That's the biggest common variable, which is, you know, if you're not doing it for that reason, why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's what I said. Some people come in just for like the niche. Oh, I could make a ton of money. I could just write some right. simple 808s. I can write some yeah. arpeggiated beat, you know, like keep it. Yeah. No, there's more to it. So, but yeah. yeah. And if, well said, if you want to make a ton of money, probably Synthwave isn't the, um, the best, the best well, genre. Let's be honest. Music's not the place. Yeah. Music. <laughs> music's yeah. not the best you know? even I mean, really successful is... artists don't make a ton of money i mean like you no. see some of, the, some of these big name guys that have been transparent and have been like hey maybe we need to like follow suit with some of these other industries because i'm talking like big fucking bands being like mm-hmm. hey yeah i i make like sixty thousand dollars a year <laughs> like this yeah. is not this Sto- is not- story of the year is a perfect example those guys have talked about having to get regular jobs yeah. after everything and you know, people. Oh, really? Know. They had to get just had to get jobs. Yeah, because they're insane. not bringing in. They're like super you know, right. famous. Yeah, yeah. They do a big oh. tour once in a while now. Like they're doing one in in January. They're coming to my town, and they're going to be playing like the first album in its entirety. So like, mm-hmm. you know that they'll they'll bring a lot of people for stuff like that. But I think that's where a lot of their money's coming from because we know royalties don't. You know, Nothing. most artists don't really know the ins and outs on the business side of it and that's part of the struggle the other side is licensing writing music in a studio like and streaming right yeah the way streaming works just like everything else it's yeah it's not like it used to be it's not like kind of what you were saying with adding something into the vinyl to make it more marketable because people aren't buying physical music except for a small a small sect of, of listeners, you know? Yeah. So you either need to have something extra to incentivize that purchase, or it's all just going to be people streaming your music, which is great, but it's almost like, it's almost like what it goes back. We were talking about the other day, working for exposure. Like, come on, man, working for dollars, not exposure. And that's what it feels like with the streaming thing. It's like, you know, with the zero was a 0.0003, Sense or whatever is it uh, per stream? It kind yeah. of feels a little bit pointless, but so you have to kind of think of different ways. Like I think Bandcamp is like a great thing, but there's just not enough people on it buying stuff right. because it's and it's difficult to promote that because you're basically saying to someone, buy this, but it's still going to be it's not it's not a tan you know you can't touch it. It's not a physical thing, right? So why not just go on Spotify? and and listen to it like that you exactly. know yes it helps the artist and yes the quality is is completely uncompressed but unless you're like really listening you know like really carefully comparing both yeah. you're not going to notice that much difference to be fair unless your ears like really well trained like that so yeah. and that's you know then the audience amount kind of gets even smaller so i think Bandcamp's a great thing but it's is it ever going to become on the scale of like Spotify or whatever, probably. But, no, because because yeah. of the the payment. I mean, it's just, and so many people. You think ninety nine percent of people don't relate those two things. They're like, oh well, I'm streaming it on Spotify, so you must be getting paid. Mm-hmm. Like most people outside of the industry have perception. absolutely no idea how much yeah. is actually being made. They just assume everybody's a fucking rock star. You know, yeah. they're like, yeah, no, your music's on Spotify. You must have you must have a hundred thousand dollars. It's fine. Yeah, 
So exactly. <laughs> you mean you mean ten dollars? Yeah. <laughs> ten dollars for all the streams in the last five years. Yeah. And the, you know, it's it, it like even even if you do get like quite a lot of you know quite a lot of stream every month it's really unless you're completely independent not with a record label who's taking any cuts from it if you're completely independent and you're getting like i don't know you need like a good couple of million right streams a month you know to to be really earning like that kind of monthly wage it could, could pay for your life i guess right. Um, which is just a couple of million streams a month. You're looking at big artists, I guess. But most of those big artists are with a record label. And so they maybe get, I don't they're know, whenever it's been said and done, 5% of that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe yep. less. Insane. So even those guys are getting kind of screwed over in that they're sense. pulling a fork and knife out and they're cutting the penny into pieces. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's no joke, though, man. It really is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. much of that money is retained, as, as in everything that we talk about. So much of that yeah. money is retained at the top. And mm. doesn't doesn't make its way to the people actually making the stuff. So, yeah, it's yeah. a shame. Yeah, I mean, you never know; it might change. But it's the music. The, I guess the music industry has always been cut through. And like before, we had streaming. There was the only way to get your stuff out there was to make CDs or you know whatever it was at the time and sell them at gigs. Yeah. Um, so you know, again, unless you're a really established artist, you're not going to be making much money that way either. Back in the day. So it's just the same, but on a bigger scale, I guess. That was always my favorite thing. I used to go to all kinds of like festivals and shows and stuff back in the early 2000s, you know, the the 2005, 2006. Um, And I would go around and listen to all the bands. And as soon as I was done, if I was like, yeah, that was that was good. I'd find their table, buy a CD. Boom. Yeah, same. I loved it. Easy. I'd walk out with a backpack full of cds but i mean even now that's really not how it is like yes you yeah. can you can get a cd sometimes it's but... it's usually shirts because that's what usually that's they're making the money yeah now. that's true just... i do miss the cd i miss buying the cd from yeah. the stand like especially when it's a band that you you never heard of or whatever for. yeah a and small then... a smaller band and it's like the members yeah. of the band are the ones they're selling you the cds like, hey come see the merch table after our set because we didn't hire somebody to run it we are gonna run our table here in a minute yeah. and you could always chat with them you could you could bullshit and you could hang out and learn and all that yeah. i went to a, a, a gemini syndrome show they're a, a smaller uh rock metal kind of band um, yeah. And one of their very, very first shows it was in this little tiny bar uh, in Ohio. And after the show, they were running their merch table and I went and bought a bunch of merch and they were like, oh, yeah, no, that's awesome. And I was talking to him and he and the lead singer with Aaron, he was like, hey, man, do you want to go get a beer? It's like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do want to do that. So we went and, yeah, so went nice. and sat at the bar and got pretty shitty and <laughs> had a good time <laughs> hanging out, talking about music. But yeah. again, really don't you really don't get so much of that anymore it's hard yeah different world different world and uh Mm -hmm. i I, i'm pretty sure you used to play gigs in the past and stuff too so you know that concept and that mindset and yeah being being a traditional musician as i say because the synthwave scene brought in a lot of people that don't play instruments and that's Mm -hmm. okay it's not the you know it's more of Hey, I'm gonna grab a keyboard. I'm gonna, you know, kind of sequence stuff. Yeah, We're totally yeah. different drums. skill set. Totally different, different side. I can't of things. build. I can't. I can't sequence drums. I need right. a drum set. I need yeah. to physically yeah. play. <laughs> you know, or I get Bill to do it. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like it's one of those things. But yeah. um, 
yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I, rem- I remember playing shows and sitting at my table and humbly thanking anybody that bought anything, you know, yeah. or even looked at it. Hey, you took a minute to come by. Something interested your eye. Awesome. That's you know, a nice, nice feeling, wasn't it? Yeah. Like we used to play a lot of like, I was in a lot of punk bands and uh, rock bands and stuff like that. And yeah, that was the thing, like sitting at your, your little merch table afterwards and, and like, like you were saying, Tyler, like just chatting to people who said they'd come and enjoy, they've enjoyed the set. They might yeah. say, oh, I can't afford your CD, but you were really good. Yeah. And like, oh, that's fine. Um, and I'd be yeah. the sucker to give it to them. That's yeah, you can have that's, one. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all day. Yeah. All day. And then the band's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have another fan. Maybe they'll buy something later. That's my hope. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that's true. But uh, no, that's awesome. So, I mean, again, it's the reality of being a musician, but we do it for the love. And that's mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. That's but true. we have been talking about Spotify. Let's talk about how you came into the scene. You changed everything for a lot of musicians back in 2019, 2020, if you remember. Yeah. With your own playlist that you created. Can you tell us a little about a bit about that? Yeah. So like that was it was kind of lucky. It was a little bit, a little bit of luck, really. Um, because I think there was a few people doing it before like a few people were making playlists on Spotify and doing like the whole um I guess like synthwave playlist. I think like Night Ride had one. Um I think Jules what had was his name at the time? Fox. The guy that the, the guy that used to make write really bad reviews for all the bands. That Iron Scullet. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, that he was like a guy who's like prolific for writing really like he was like the um what's that terrible that. music review website? Um that everyone pitchfork. He was like he was basically like the pitchfork of um synthwave where you just see like, that douchebag that came in. Remember when we made the we made a Neon Arcadia Discord and we got like a hundred people in there and there was that one fucking nutsack that was in there just being a dick to everybody Pretty for just sure no him. fucking reason. I think that's I think that is him. That name sounds familiar and we had to ban him. Because he was just yeah. in there just harassing people and then being Could've like, been. oh, well, you know, fair use critic or something. I was like, shut the fuck up, man. Fair yeah. use, nothing. This is my Discord. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I only communicated with him a couple of times, but um, I just always remember he always used to write ter- like really terrible, kind of unwarranted reviews. I mean, some of them I kind of agreed with, but I just think like some of them were kind of nasty. He was very, and, like, he was I, very, very critical, very harsh. And, and some of them Tyler, were just like for effect, you know. Like I feel like it was like, oh, I'm. He gonna was write stirring it. the pot, because... and it was clickbait. A lot of yeah, clickbait. yeah clickbait. Like a lot. Of that's what he was. Do- I mean, that's what that guy was doing in in the Discord. He's I don't. To... And I now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think that was him. No, because that that guy moved on to, uh, Zen, and you know the label. I forget the name of the label. It's the one that um, vexed, vexed, fixed, fixed. Yeah. So fixed, he works yeah. for them. So on a formal level. Yes, he, he does. Yeah, he works for them. I think he does like a talent scouting or something like that. Yeah, the guy that you're talking about was somebody that we dealt with. I'm pretty sure I don't remember his name, but remember there was like one guy on Twitter back in the day that would mm-hmm. would just like get everybody like saying inappropriate stuff and, you know, very transphobic, yeah. very just whatever. Everything that yeah. you could possibly be to offend people. Yeah. It was this guy and then he ended up in our discord and yeah. Oh, really? 
It was the same. See, there's been it. There's I, I I don't I wouldn't know because there's been a few now, isn't there? Um, I know, I know. I try to stay out of <laughs> there's that always nonsense. like drama. But yeah. to be honest, like I, I don't like the stuff they say, but I do enjoy sitting back and watching some of the drama unfold. The uh, it sounds really bad, but uh, <laughs> no, yes, the Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just kind of let it happen, and um, it was kinda... it's tough. It's tough because you yeah, know... sometimes you want to jump in, but but it's always best to stay. No. I never want to jump in because I don't want people to see a side of me that I don't even want to know exists. Yeah. Uh, and you don't, you know, you're never going to change these, these people's opinions. So they're always going to have the same opinion. What's the point in, in trying to change that? So yeah. you just kind of, yeah. okay. But, um, but yeah, but anyway, going, going back to, uh, I can't remember how we got to. <laughs> I don't know either. So, Something about the I, I am Scarlet, like, well, but it was before, yeah. even before that, wasn't it? Oh, the playlist. Oh, yeah, because of the playlist. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh, I am Scarlet was doing a playlist that was pretty good. So I was trying to get on his playlist. Um, I couldn't get on it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to make a playlist. It's okay. So I made a playlist, and then I kept kind of, <sighs> can I use the word spamming? I guess I was like, like. You were soliciting. Utterly it. spamming Reddit, like whenever some synthwavy thing would come out in the media and I'd be like, put in like, you know, uh, our music, I'd be like, oh, this is a cool playlist, you know, related to cyberpunk or, or whatever kind of thing. And um, it was strange. Was it Stranger Things? Stranger Things? I was just going to say, I remember, I remember, yep, that's where it Something like that. And I'd put up like, I'd put up like a thing saying Stranger Things, uh, season two is out. If you love the music of Stranger Things, then this playlist is for you. You know, some yeah, yeah, some like bullshit. And uh, I, and I went, I went to bed, and then I woke up, and it was just like, like the, you yeah. know, getting thousands, and thousands of upvotes like every second. Um, and then like all the synth wave people that I'd never spoken to, like messaging me, like, "Hey, man, how are you?" Like, <laughs> what do you need from me? Yeah, exactly. That's how. And it then, like, began. the next message would be like, "Can I, can I get on the playlist?" Um, and and a lot of the t- and I was just like, "Yeah," because I would do the same, you know. So I, I to those people that actually did that, that's not a um a dig because I would have done exactly the same thing, and I did put pretty much well all the people that I'd spoken to already I put on there, right? And it got like just got a nice kind of boost um for for loads of artists, I think, and then. It's kind of gone steady since then. I, I have to run ads on it now. Like I do like targeted ads using, uh, you know, Facebook business manager and all that kind of stuff. Cause that's the only way to build it these days. Cause there's so many right. now. Yeah, so there's right. so many playlists that they're all competing. Even the of Spotify course. algorithmic and editorial ones overtake all the user ones. So if you want to keep it building, you have to like run ads and stuff on it. So I do that and it still builds and it's a nice way to kind of push artists that you feel like okay these these could do with a, a little boost on their you know their spotify or whatever um so that was a, yeah it was all a good thing it was a good thing that happened but um i guess it's not as important now just because there's so many of them out right. there but everybody it was everybody jumped time. on the train and you know like everything else gets saturated pretty yeah. quickly yeah exactly yeah um, but no, it was definitely a good. Uh, it was a good thing uh, while it lasted. And like I say, it's still there, and uh, you know, people still submit to it uh, every day. Um, but there's the other thing now. You have a 
submit hub for like submissions and stuff uh, like that. I don't we'll, know. If we won't talk about that. Yeah, much. <laughs> it's like a really yeah, negative to get thing for me, isn't it? Because it's like <laughs> I, I always try to be fair with my responses, like with the reviews. Like, like I'm usually looking for a certain particular type of thing at the time, anyway. So, right. uh, and 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 I, I'll give a fair, like honest review of their song and just say, you know, if it's not fitting, it's it's not fitting. But um, I understand like artists get really frustrated with that because they're they're constantly getting like rejections right i guess the tough thing for the the curator is they're getting so many submissions if they accept everything they even accept everything they liked their playlists are going to be like yeah it's going to lose its meaning at that yeah point. and then it doesn't matter if they add you to their playlist because they've already added everyone else so your music's going to get lost in it do you know what i mean so they have to kind of in defense to submit hub or whatever they have to kind of do it like that but I do understand the um, the frustrating side as well. I've done it as well. I've, I've, I've I submit my songs to it to curators, and it is frustrating. You know, oh, this is a nice song, uh, but it's slightly but. too slow or something. I don't know. It's always the uh, but. but. Yeah, <laughs> always a but. But I guess there has to be a but if you're not going to add it. But um, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's a well, tough you, one. You can do one. a however, you know, but. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'll put the button there. I, I always bad. end it on a nice note, but another yeah. but. Yeah, that's really what I try like. to do because we get, um, you know, I don't know if you do know, Betty and I both write um, video game reviews for Gaming Age, and we'll yeah. get uh, PR solicitation for games. I mean, we'll get mm-hmm. a thousand games, you know, come through our inbox in a month. Because for every every big AAA title that everyone's playing, there mm-hmm. are two hundred smaller games or indie games yeah. or games that you know no one's no one's heard of and yeah. i try to always respond back to the pr people and be like hey i appreciate you soliciting this code to me this game is not in my wheelhouse i i cannot cover this but it looks fantastic sorry yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. there's only so many hours in a month and only so many games that we can cover so it's i always feel bad but at the same time i always try to add a but it yeah. looks great. Best of luck. I hope this goes well for you. Yeah. Well, exactly. Especially being part-time, it's it's hard to commit that time oh, too. But yeah, again, man. people don't know that. It's uh-huh. uh it's there's an assumption that if you're doing something, that that's all you're doing, you know. I exactly. Yeah. Have that perception with musicians. Yeah. Oh, you know, you're you're Zen and like you're an artist. You you live and breathe music. And it's like there's always more to the story. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, Everyone has their lives. Mm-hmm. going Absolutely. on <laughs> especially tyler right he's got three kiddos oh wow i think it's rough with one he's got three bless his yeah, heart i do <laughs> i don't have any a great job. I st- still can't find the time to do what i want to do. <laughs> wow that's yeah that that that'll make things even more challenging yeah. <laughs> but yeah oh, awesome but uh yeah the last thing i figured we could talk about is you have zen in studios now like yeah what what can we look forward to like can you talk about any of the projects do you do stuff like, yeah i know you've done stuff for the scene as well but you do professional business work as well right yeah so yeah so i've been doing zeno studios has been kind of building for the last probably year or a couple of years now um and yeah it's really fun i kind of it's not just the mixing and mastering kind of side. I do like composition and stuff like that with it. So um, as well as like mixing and mastering loads of great 
artists, some synth artists, um, but they're also like rock and uh, pop and stuff like that that I've mixed uh, and mastered this year and last year. Did one of your tunes, uh, Benny, for Neon Arcadia. That was really good. Um, Thank you. And yes, yeah, just super fun. And the, the great the great thing about like mix and master is you when you get something new that's different, it's kind of a new challenge for you as well. You're like, oh, this will be kind of fun to you learn like I, I find that I learn a lot from it uh, from doing it so that's really good and then um, I also I'm starting to get into composing like there's a video games that I'm doing music for that I've done music for um, and there's a couple that I'm working on now um, which I don't know if I, I'm allowed to say what it is I, I can't remember if I'm allowed to I'm, say so I probably I'm, should. I'm, sure, I'm sure you have an NDA and we respect that so yeah there's okay. a couple there's a couple that I'm not allowed to say one of them it, um it looks really cool um and it's about like I think I can say this is like it's about like a samurai owl oh perfect uh, for you Bring yeah your and it's a kind That's of awesome. synth wavy you know it's like a cyberpunk kind of setting so it's like kind of okay hoodie um what would you say kind of metroidvania kind of style okay. um game cyberpunk so 2D metroidvania samurai owl sounds yeah. like the type of thing that would come into my inbox that i would immediately take <laughs> that is that is exactly yeah. my shit yeah so well yeah I, i'm sure i'm sure the team they would love you guys to, to talk about it at some point um that'd be really cool uh but i think that's that's nearly i've done all the music for us i've done about 20 25 pieces of music for it i think oh wow, uh, wow. it's all kind of synth wavy but with a more video game like uh, i modeled some of the drums on you know like the because of the pixel art style the 16 bit style, i modeled the drums on like the sega genesis uh chip set so nice. the drums are like that kind of style but then with a more like modern since like well the since 80 since kind of thing uh, right. so it sounds pretty cool um so i'm working on that and then i've done a couple of like more or orchestral kind of pieces um and i've done doing some stuff for tv and, and film as well now so that's good but that's like a really playing the long game because you, you submit the music to them it's like a tv libraries or film libraries so they you know they'll contact me and say we want i don't know um a synthy album of music you know so you make that for them and then they take that then they pitch that to the, all their clients etc and nothing's come on yet but they say like if you keep doing it for a, a year or two you should start to see like placements and, and tv awesome. and stuff like that so yeah that's really yeah, cool man so that's all good and um yeah hopefully hopefully it'll kind of keep snowballing a bit more and um because i'm teaching as i teach music as well but i'd like to kind of you know, a bit more studio, a bit less teaching eventually. But although I do like teaching, it's fun. It's a good but, balance, as you've said, you know, with uh, with having the holiday, you know, for you right now, give you a little more time to yeah. do what you love. And yeah. uh, we look forward to it. In um, As far as you said that one of the games you did has released already? Yeah, I did. Uh, there's one uh, that I did some music for called Triger. Uh, or Triga, I don't know, I think Triga because it's like a triangle, it's like a puzzle game um, called Triga, which is, uh, I did like four, maybe four pieces of music, it's like the soundtrack's cool because you can you can change the songs when you want to change them when you're playing it's kind of cool nice. little soundtrack and I think Bart Graft, the, you know Bart Graft the um, synthwave artist, well he's kind of, don't know if he's synthwave but he's, he's kind of artist, he did a few songs for it 
um, uh, another guy, Craig, who was working on the music already, he's did some music for it. So you can kind of switch. I've done like some funky tunes and some like happy tunes and kind of darker ones for it. It's really cool. It's like a puzzle puzzle game. Check it out. Triga. I think it's T-R-I-G-A. I found um, it on. I, I just put it up on uh, on Steam, so we'll add a, oh, nice. we'll add a link yeah. to that. Yep, yeah. I'll add that link into the show. Awesome, yeah, that's that's really fun. And then there's a couple that a couple of games that are coming out. Um, again, I'm not sure if I can mention, yeah. but uh, and there's some that like safe. have been put on hold that I've done loads of music for, and who knows if they'll ever Got see it. the light of day, you know? And that that that's that's a little bit annoying, but you know. Yeah. It was fun to do, I guess. <laughs> if, if nothing comes through, I've got the music, you know, that's right. done for. So, awesome. uh, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's good fun. Tyler, do you have anything that you'd like to uh, close us out with? No, Any no, questions? this has been this has been cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, once uh once Samurai Owl game comes out, you'll have to let me know. <laughs> you have to. You have <laughs> I'm to sure I'll get the solicit. Yeah. He's gonna email and you'd be like. There's the game. That's what yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, there's another one actually. Yeah, that the one that I can talk about um, that I'm working on the music for, which is really cool. Uh, it was, I think, kind of popular indie game called Space Scavenger. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing all the music for Space Scavenger Two because the first one I used nice. a lot of like kind of stock music, mm-hmm. and he contacted me just out of the blue. Actually, the developer is a super nice guy. And he, he just said, like, do you want to do the music for Space Scavenger 2? So, um, and I think there's a de- maybe a demo online or there's some videos or something like that. But it's on, like, the wish list and all that kind of stuff. So that's coming out hopefully Sweet. next year, I think. So that, that'll be a good one. But, yeah, I'll definitely keep you updated on, on the game stuff for sure. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and as we said, what we do at the end of the show, when the show's published, we're going to link all, all contacts to you. And um, I don't know how booked your schedule is, but obviously if uh, if somebody's in need of mixing, you know, mastering other work, if you're absolutely a developer, any time. Yeah. Any time contact, go to the website, the zenastudios.com. Um, just drop us a message and I'll answer you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As, a, as much as work client, as possible is good for me. <laughs> I can't speak highly enough. Highly recommended. Thanks. Works man. very well with you. And he, he catches your vision well, you know, and especially for weird stuff that like we put out where I'm like, am I doing this right? You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, we can make this work. But, yeah. Now, listen, it was an incredible honor again to have you here. This is such a long overdue conversation. We need yeah. to do more offline. Um, Tyler, thank you for being a part of this. This was awesome as well. Oh, yeah, man. We hope you have a rocking rest of your holiday. Yeah. We'll get back to you know the usual, but everybody make sure gives that in a follow. Check out his playlist. Is is it still the same name? If you can remind, yeah, me. still the Synthwave Sounds. Yeah, Synthwave Sounds okay. playlist. Okay. Check it out on Spotify. Yeah. We can link Spotify. that Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll, uh, we'll let you go. Much. I know you got a busy schedule ahead of you. Thank you for taking the time again. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been really fun. Thank, yeah, man. thank you both. And we'll do it again sometime, I'm sure. Absolutely. And maybe we'll do music again in the future. Yes, I hope so. Definitely, actually, yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody. We hope you have a great day. We appreciate your time, as always. Stay safe. Remember, take care and have fun. See ya.